Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Wired Nerdy Podcast, episode number 21. Oh, man, Doug. How you doing, everybody out there? This is Keith. This is Doug. We're episode 21, Doug. That means we're uh, legally able to drink now. Hey, yeah, we're doing good. Age-wise. Yeah, 21 episodes. Uh, the weather's hot, so I'm kind of glad we're inside doing this podcast today. That's right. It is kind of toasty, um, but uh, we are very fortunate to have some air conditioner and be indoors. Uh, so hope everybody's oh, yeah. doing really, really well. So we have got some awesome nerd news today. And uh, then, of course, we're going to get into one of the big events that I know I and Doug oftentimes look forward to is coming up, and that is the Steam Summer Sale. And we're going to talk about that and see what else we're going to get into here. So let's go ahead and queue up the news. Nerd News. And Doug, you can go first. All right. We're kicking it old school today with Furbies. Uh, did you ever have a Furby? I did. I actually did. Oh, man. Yeah. Like all kinds of colors or just one of them? Uh, it was, I just had one. No, I didn't. They were kind of, I don't I really remember them being expensive. Maybe they were. But either way, no, there yeah. was only one. And I think it was, it was gifted to me. Um, yeah, I can't even remember. Uh, how I got it, but I know it sat in my office at work, uh, and it was creepy. It was weird. It would, for those of you that don't know, it was like a little robotic furball that you could talk to if you pushed its tongue. It was that's how you fed it. It was one of the first signs of like, you know, something actually having some sort of interaction, a robotic yeah. type thing that had an interaction. Um, they were banned. Fun fact: my wife and I were talking about this recently. They were banned uh, in federal government agencies. Uh, because they had a recording device on them and they would record what you say. And they could repeat things back. Uh, and this was circa early 2000s, if I remember correctly, late 90s, circa, I think it was early 2000s. Um, and so, yeah, they, there was a lot of controversy with them. They're kind of creepy looking. Um, I did have one. And so did you did you ever own one? Uh, my sister had one and I actually texted her about it, uh, said, hey, we're going to talk to about Furbies this week. Uh, did you have one? I think you did. And she said she did. They gave her nightmares because uh, they started <laughs> okay. learning her language and talking back to her. And they, I'm created, sure, me yeah. and yeah, yeah she's hundred percent. Me and my right. brother put some bad words in its mouth, you know, because it would start learning words. It would. Know? It would. None of it could learn words, and it, they even had its own like language. It sounded like gibberish. Yeah. If you put two of them together, they could have a conversation. Which is they creepy. Were, and it was gibberish, of course. Yeah. But um, no, they were they were creepy back then. So why are you bringing up these nightmares for your sister again? <laughs> yeah, so uh, they are bringing them back. You know, this is a hot 90s toy. They're bringing it back for its uh, 25th uh, birthday. Um, I'm looking. They've kind of got some cool mohawks and ears. I remember that. Uh, the colors now look brighter. The plastics look better. You know, 25 years, technology's improved. Um, I'm sure it'll be a hit because it seems like stuff from our day keeps coming back as remastered and classic and for the newer generation. So this is another example of that. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to integrate chat GPT into it. <laughs> oh, can you imagine uh, conversations you'd have? So scary. Now Come someone home. will mod it to do that. Tell it about you. Well, I know what you're getting your sister for Christmas. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm getting her a Furby, but the price now, I don't know if you remember what you paid. It's $70. See, I thought they were expensive back in the day. I, yeah. That's why I only had one. But I guess it is yeah. like a smart talking yeah, pet like or something. Computer. So it's not going to be cheap. Yeah. 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 So Wow. And uh, it's, 
they're still creepy looking. I'm sorry. Oh but, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things. We'll make sure we have a, an image up, but I, I'm, I'm still yeah. curious about what else people are going to be able to do with them. And plus now the modding community, uh, people mod things out. Um, I can only imagine what people will try to do with these things. Uh, if, if they don't launch with some type of chat GPT, I bet somebody will try to recode them <laughs> and do it. So yeah. I think it'd be interesting to see what people, uh, do to them as from a mod standpoint i think that'll be fascinating absolutely so for our adult audience and uh don't have any kids around but there is a hilarious bit that was on uh, bob and tom and i can try to find it on youtube but a like tom mabe or one of those prank callers calls into a walmart or something and says he has his demonic Furby, and it's just <laughs> the most hilarious thing I've ever heard. Yeah. So if you all haven't uh, listened Check to that, that I would definitely recommend Demonic Furby Prank Call on YouTube. On YouTube. It's amazing. Let's see if I can find it and put it in the show notes. I've, I've not seen Absolutely. that one. So. That, that's awesome. Well, man, you got us yeah. off to a good start here. So yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to get to the next one, which is it's, it's just weird. It, it is uh, within the, the tech space, which is nerdy, but just it's... It's a sign of the times of which we live in. Not only artificial <laughs> is concerning, but uh, this is something where um, two billionaires, very notably uh, Elon Musk of Tesla, SpaceX and Twitter fame and Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook meta fame uh, ended up agreeing to a cage fight match after after they had an argument over the word same. Uh, so for the background on this is that meta Facebook is working on a competition platform to Twitter. And some way, somehow, word got back to um, Elon that one of his senior staff members, uh, one of Mark Zuckerberg's senior staff members, said something like, well, at least our platform will, will be ran by someone who's sane. And of course, what did he do? He went straight to Twitter and oh, yeah. made a comment. And then Zuckerberg took a screenshot of it and put it on Facebook, Meta, and and it just blew up. And then... Uh, somehow they were exchanging these quips back and forth uh, and keep in mind they're competitors in, in way of their platform space. And they essentially agreed to a cage fight match. Now, a couple of things to be noted here, Elon Musk is older. Uh, now I don't know if they're really going to do this. Uh, we'll get to that in a moment, but um, Mark Zuckerberg uh, is actually been, um, he's a health nut and he's actually been into jujitsu. And he just won oh. some tournaments in California. Now, whether or not yeah. it was one of the things where people just like, you know, kind of they just laid down for him because he's a billionaire and he paid for it. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, dude, what is going on with the world? What is wrong? If I had a billion dollars, I would care less what anybody said about anybody. This the um, it's, it's a weird time we live in. It's like a movie. <laughs> it's so. Weird. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> So if this does happen, I, I've got some thoughts here, and uh, mm -hmm. they can uh, take this. I would like to see like WWF Hell in a Cell, you know, put them in that cage. Get <laughs> I like your heads at. <laughs> I like to see them do a ladder match, you know, yeah. with the belt or with yeah. a keyboard hanging down, kind of like grabbing it. the keyboard in the mouse. Oh, hey, um, boy, you, wow, you're firing on all I the creative cylinders today. <laughs> I'd and like then it. the last thing, the last thing we have to have is celebrities. You know how you have a WWF match and then the music starts and celebrities come out. I want to see 
Tom Anderson. Now, does that name ring a bell to you? It does not, Tom Anderson. MySpace. I want to see my what? buddy Tom from MySpace come down the ramp. You could have like all these old school Bill Gates. I was typing uh, as you were doing this story. Oh, I'm like, God. I've got some ideas. Yeah. You could have Bill Gates interrupt. And then like they could loosen the keys. You know how they do chair shots? On the loosen the keys so yeah. that when they hit him on the head, the keys go everywhere. You know how cool that would look in slow motion? Like I know. An <laughs> F and a U is just like floating. And so, Okay, I'm getting crazy here. Sorry. It'd be even funnier if they had the referee wear like, um, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like somebody or who's like. Best, Best Buy shirt or something. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You could just like theme it up. Then you could have a tag team match oh, with like the, the Geek Squad. No, I'm sorry. We're just going. Okay. I, I think it's. We're okay, recording. We'll get back on track. Yeah. We're recording in the morning. I think we both yeah. uh, need more coffee. Well, we need to keep recording at night like we've been doing. Yeah. <laughs> Would you slap at me in the morning? Anyway, oh, it's it's a weird yeah. story. I had to include it because it's so, so odd. So anyway, we can move on. It, what else do we have? Yeah, um, Man, where do we go from here? No, let's go to <laughs> violence. Uh so it Perfect. looks like uh, video games actually lower violence. A- and I've seen this before, this uh, statistic, but I'm glad that you shared this with me. Um, uh, there's a tweet, and I'm not a Twitter guy, so there's a tweet uh, showing that Grand Theft Auto games, when they release, it actually lowers violence. You would think that such a violent game uh, brings out, but they're all busy playing the game and leveling up and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's a, there's it's a really- actual... It's an actual report that they put on Twitter, just so you know, Doug, since you're not familiar with it. It's a yeah. it's from the European Journal of Criminology. It's a it's an actual research oh, okay. paper. It's like legit. It's uh, you know, they took looked at data and they put charts and it's a whole summary of all the data that they have. And that's what they posted on Twitter um, was basically what what the summary was yeah. based off the data they saw just for framework reference. No, no, that's, I'm not familiar with Twitter. I uh, don't know about the check marks and stuff, but now that I'm reading some of the story, it's a legitimate uh, research firm or research company doing good, hard studies. Uh, it looks like they're citing sources. So it's just crazy to think that such a violent game lowers violence in the real world. Yeah. And, the, and I think the article goes on about um, the reasons why, the sociology behind it not just the psychosociology because it's a you know a group study and the fact that what they're saying is that oftentimes especially violent video games especially grand theft auto uh has gotten a rap in media uh saying that you know it's associated with um violence because it it allows uh people who um may not think of violence to be encouraged to do so um but what the study shows is actually the opposite in that mm-hmm. they showed, and it was a combination of, they, they showed data for when a game is released, they looked at crime statistics and how many days after that, it just yeah. drops like a rock. And they said, yeah. it's not just with <clears throat> Grand Theft Auto, Call of Duty was included, first person shooters. Those shooters and things that often get a rap, they're showing that actually it reduces crime. Every time there's a new release of a very popular title, most of them considered violent in nature, there's a drastic reduction. Now, a lot of people are like, well, you know, they, they, they could say that, you know, just the initial release, you're getting people home and engaged kind of like with film releases, you know, but then over time it's going to peak and increase. But the study actually goes on to point out that they, they traced it, you know, beyond the release date and there is a sustained plateau and it is a very long time after, before they start seeing spikes. And usually it's associated with other things um, that's going on uh, that do not seem to be related to the media that's consumed or that has been released without into the, the public. So, you know, it's 
it's it's a fascinating read just because it is counter to what oftentimes is said. And I'm sure people will be tearing into this, try, trying to figure out the why and and that sort of thing. But that's what the data shows. And they looked at data not just in the Netherlands, but you know all over uh, the the mm-hmm. globe. So it is it is a it's a big big report. So it, it's it's pretty cool. Now you are in law enforcement, and what this reminds me of is there are trends um, that are that are known. They're factual, based on data. Yeah. Like for example, is crime higher? when it's hot outside. That's like a thing that I was heard growing up. Is that true? It is. Um, and not to make a joke or anything about law enforcement, but we always found that holidays when people get together, more domestics, more fights because you're cooked up. Uh, wintertime, more domestics. It's cold outside. You're stuck in the house with people you may not like. So more so, domestic incidents happen yeah. with family time. We'll go figure. Uh, that makes sense. And then the heat, I think, is related to alcohol and being out all night. And you probably need to go on the air conditioning and listen Ad- to a podcast and relax. Yeah, there you yeah. go. So people are agitated, probably, is the Absolutely. idea. Because heat agitates. So, yeah. So, yeah so that we do know that there are factors mm-hmm. that influence. So I thought it was a, a really cool release that yeah. they had. And just something you don't typically hear about. Now, I'm reading this. Uh, I'm glad you shared this. So we actually had to deal with Pokemon Go when it first came out. Oh, As a cop, I had to deal with it. Uh, well, first, we had, explain what, what is Pokemon Go? Uh, so I've played it once or twice. Pokemon Go is a mobile app on your phone that you actually have to walk. But I think before they did some updates, you could slowly drive to hatch these Pokemon. I don't know if they You're were in eggs them. or the Pokemon shell. Yeah. Yeah. So we had a big problem um, in my jurisdiction before of people slowly driving through the parks, thank God, or driving slowly on the street. And on their phone? Mm -hmm. Doing both? Yep. (laughs) And we had to put out a notice, hey, uh, you're going to have to get out and walk, get a little exercise. You can't be driving slow down the street. Yeah. And so, Pokemon. And just to add a little color to that, the way that it works is that it's tied to GPS. And what they do, Mm. they randomize monster drops or Pokemon drops. And the goal is you collect them. And so if you know that there is a rare uh, Pokemon monster that's in a certain area, like a like an actual geolocation area, uh, you would go there if you walk there, drove there, whatever, and then whipped your phone out and turned on the game. It wouldn't see that you're in that location and you would scan around until you see it. And then you had to like play this little thing to tap it to capture it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was it was encouraged in that. You're right. It did help like get people out, kids out, especially into the outdoors and all that. And it was huge yeah. for a while. I had no clue that there was an issue with driving though. I didn't know people were doing that. Yeah. The worst I saw in our town was a guy had no joke, six phones on his dashboard and Are he was flicking me? them all, like catching them all. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was wild. And then uh shout out to my awesome. theater manager, buddy. You know, every time the theater closed, my the manager theater? buddy would go, uh, into the park, I said, hey, come on, you know, uh, you got to get out of here. <laughs> go go to that theater and walk around. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. But that's not where so, the good po- Pokemon are, Doug. No. <laughs> Back to this story, I like that it says, uh, this paper estimates that distracted Pokemon Go players led to 145,000 car crashes, Whoa. including 30,000 people injured, killing 256. That's terrible to think about. I didn't I didn't uh, read that. That's, all, that's yeah. crazy. Wow. Um, wow. It, I think the study was in Indiana, if I'm reading right. Um, the average kind of went from 5.2 million in accidents to 25.5 million in wow. 148 days. 
following Whoa. the release of the game. Wow, I had no clue. I knew that game was huge. But it I had blew no... up. I knew it was huge. Yeah. Well, I had no idea that it had impacted. Um, you know, had that negative of an impact. I didn't think about it yeah. being merged with. Uh, you know, uh, driving. Wow, man. See, yeah. learn it. That's why I love this podcast. Man. Oh yeah. I learned cool yeah, stuff. Yeah, you showed me some. I'm looking on uh, <laughs> Twitter and learn all kinds of stuff. <laughs> I like it, man. All right. Well, let's get off the violence kick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's get something a little happier. Um, let's go to skins on phones. Do you have a skin on your phone? I or actually, I know you have a skin on your Steam Deck, I do. right? I have a skin on the on the old Steam Deck here. We talked Ooh, about that before. Classic here. PlayStation. Yeah, Love it. And so if, I, I held it up, by the way, for those audience members. And then on the old iPad here, I'm holding up my iPad. This is the skin. Oh, now that's awesome. That I, I'm describing it as uh, kind of a cracked fire uh, and brimstone, or you right. can explain it better. Yeah, yeah, down you right on. It looks like uh, awesome. a, a bunch of cracks with like maybe lava or something coming through. And then I have uh, on my, uh, I went old school for, I would wrap on my uh, smart Apple keyboard here. And it just has an oh, old like school that. 80s Apple logo. Classic. Yeah. And so, yeah, Very I really nice. got into it. I used to never be a rap person. Um, but a friend of mine named Deepak, shout out to Deepak. Um, he wrapped everything, his phone. Like now he was one, like he would not have a phone case. And I, I can't do that. I got to have something on my phone just because I'm kind of paranoid like that. I get nervous. Yeah. Yeah, Me too. It's a lot of money, right? We talked about this before, but he would wrap his phones and they always look so gorgeous. And, um, at one point I asked him about it and then we just got to kind of talk and he would even wrap his little, um, AirPods you know, oh, he, man. he said that yeah. it was probably the hardest wrapping that he had ever done because of all the corners and everything. And I remember when we had Brian on, that's why we were asking about wrapping those arcades. And he said, you know, well, it's a larger, you know, area of space, a real estate area. So it's a little bit easier when you do corners, there's little tricks and stuff you got to do. So there's an art to it. But I got into doing it because especially with my iPad, it started with that. I didn't want to put my iPad in a case to bulk it up because I take it everywhere. I want it to be as thin as possible. And I'm using an iPad Pro Air. Mm-hmm. and yeah. super thin every case i felt like just kind of bolted up and i didn't want to bulk it up so i did a you know an actual skin on it just to keep the scratches down and that sort of thing and i loved it so after that i kind of went crazy with it and now i really like wrapping things so doesn't add much yeah. protection i will fully admit it but it, it can, if you don't like the way something looks you can just change it kind of like people that are like wrapping their cars now if you want your car to be black you don't have yeah. to go get it painted anymore you can actually get it wrapped you know which is even cheaper than painting so Yes, I'm in the long answer to a very oh, short question. Yeah. Apologize for that. Yes, I wrap things. No, and it's good. really cool because you can switch it up. So I asked that because I'm rocking my Pixel. You know, I love Google, mm-hmm. but I just have an OtterBox. Yep. You know, it adds a lot of bulk to it. Um, Great but protection. I worry about a, a skin uh, slippery. You know, I'm always no. pulling my phone out of cargo it's pockets. Yeah. It's the opposite. If you look at this iPad, there they, yep. you can't see it on the camera here, but the texture is actually grip texture. It, it is better, and I I love that about it. Now, I will admit, I do not, I don't have my phone wrapped because I do take that in and out of my pocket a lot. If I did, though, I would go with one of these. It's okay. it, it's not, they do have slick gloss ones, but I always go with a matte finish. If you go with a matte finish, I, it actually- I want something that's got a little friction, yeah. And when I'm holding it like this, um, it, it really grips well. So no, hmm. it actually, it can help with your grip if you're pulling it out of your, now you drop oh, it- perfect. obviously you want the otter box but you know like this though no it it actually has grip texturing in it so you don't have to worry about that 
And the biggest oh, brands, right. by the way, are uh, which I know you're going to lead into, uh, D yep. brand is probably considered the biggest one. I've used a couple of theirs. Otherwise, I I've used a place that are out of the UK called Slick Skins. Uh, I've heard and, of them. Yep. And I only they've I, been around for quite a while, haven't they? They have. It takes a long time to mail to you because it's mailing from uh, England. But all the customs and stuff. Well, yeah. in the iPad I showed you, I really like that design. D brand is really good about they don't have like bold designs. A lot of them are very muted. It's very like they'll have carbon fiber with a color, which is all it's awesome. But I wanted like an actual pattern, something like a picture on it. When I went to go do my um, my Steam Deck, I really wanted a retro PlayStation one look to it. Um, Couldn't like find that, anywhere. Yeah. Well, there's one place I found it uh, called Lux L U X, and they they have branded pictures and that sort of so those are the players in the market and there's more out there you know there's there's more than that like easy skins is one i've used there are so there's a lot of them um so i only mentioned that because i know you're leading up to what the actual news article is here we kind of went on a tangent no no you're good i i like uh learning about all those others because uh razor which a company i've heavily invested in in the last just like two or three years is going after skins um you know, I've got a Razer mouse in front of me, a Razer keyboard, um, Razer charging stuff. So uh, I've looked at Razer computers a little out of my price range, but the build quality and the internals look amazing. So back to my story, we tangent again, but uh, they are releasing skins. Now, they don't have a lot of designs, but uh, if they offer some competition to dbrand, that might be good. That'll make dbrand uh, innovate and make some more designs and just healthy competition. I always like, like I've said multiple times on different podcasts, when these companies kind of do the same thing, it's better for the consumer. Totally agree. And I agree. Razer, they make some cool stuff. Now, some people hate on Razer. They think that they're overpriced and the quality is not as good. I've always enjoyed and had good luck with their products. Um, I'm using Razer mouse and keyboard. Both are wireless. Um, their <clears throat> wireless gaming key or gaming mouse is unparalleled because typically you don't want to do wired. Uh, you want to do wired with gaming, not wireless because of the latency. But uh, they have proprietary protocols that actually makes it to where the the wireless mouse is it's close to um, a wired. And it's it's really nice. So they they've got great products. And I have also enjoyed looking at their computers. Um, I've never owned one. Uh, but they are beautiful and they do a great yeah. job with all their designs. What's really cool in looking at the article is that they, they know that they're going to have stuff for steam deck. They're going to have stuff for phones. They're going to have stuff for all kinds of laptops. Mm -hmm. Um, obviously gaming consoles, things like that. I think it would be cool on their products if they were to like sell them pre-skinned. I think that'd be kind of neat. Oh, Cause I'm not going to lie. Be really it's, cool. it's kind of nerve wracking. You drop 20 bucks uh, on a skin and you're trying to put yeah. it on there. Like it, it's so funny when I've ever wrapped mine, I literally would put on like some, some call music in like you or something and just kind of like had to be chill when I put it on. Yes. yes. And this is like, cause it is, you're trying to get everything just right. And you don't want to mess it up because uh, yeah. you drop 20 bucks on it, man. You don't want to, you know, oh, you don't want to screw it up. So the problem I have is I need almost a clean room cause I have cats, I have a dog. So Tell me getting the hair in there, it's like, no, it ruins the whole thing. Yeah. Well, we so have, I have we to have go a to a clean too. environment. Yeah. Well, we have cats too. Um, I will say for the skins, it's not as big of a deal because obviously they're not see-through. <clears throat> so you don't have to no. worry about it quite as much. It's the stinking, 
screen protectors. Oh my goodness. Don't yep. get me started on that. <laughs> like they're so hard to put on in my house. Uh, it, it gives me anxiety, <laughs> but I got to have them. So uh, I don't put one on my phone, but I baby my phone and yep. I don't go a lot of places uh, <laughs> usually for my work. So I can afford to do that. But no, man, I'm glad they're doing this. I think it's great. My last note I will say about Razor. I once had the opportunity. It was the first time I had ever visited uh, San Francisco for a uh, uh, technology conference. I was just walking along and um, it was one of them situations where they had a razor store inside of this mini mall and it was an upscale mini mall. Like it was really nice, you know, like where they have like higher end brands, but they had a razor Mm -hmm. store. It was so cool, like stuff in there that I've never seen before and that you only seen online. Uh, Not only did they have their backpacks and pillows and all that kind of stuff, and it was all black. The whole store is black, except everything like glowed that green color. Oh, yeah, yeah. They've got a signature about them. Yeah, It was really cool. And um, But their display for their laptops and stuff was so cool. You can just get on any laptop and play a game. And they had all the games queued up for you. So it was like a little mini arcade. And then they had um, a Razer branded external video card, which was really cool. I read about them. I knew it. But it basically is a box. And if you wanted to have better graphics on your uh, Razer laptop, it's just one USB-C cable, plugged it in. And what happened was it detected it as a video card and it would offload all the graphics to that video card. And oh, so man. you could have like desktop quality and it also didn't, it drained your battery less because it had a separate yeah. power supply. So like, it was a cool display. It was a neat place. Um, so I think they're hard to find, but if you ever get a chance and you're just out and about and you're traveling and you happen to see a Razer store, even if you're not into technology, it's fun to walk through because they have yeah. very unique. It's almost like an Apple store experience, but it's very specific to Razer products. So that was my only little thing that I would say there. But no, I like it. Yeah. So it'll be interesting uh, to see what kind of skins they uh, release in the future. Yep, definitely. All right. Do you want me to take the, the next one here? <clears throat> uh, yeah. Or here, I'll uh, go with the next one. You know, I've been talking about the Pixel Fold. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a side discussion here, but to get started, AT&T is giving you a deal if you do a three-year or 36-month uh, contract, hopefully my math is right, um, for uh, signing up for the Pixel Fold. So it cuts your price from uh, 1880 to 980 uh, That's really in my price range. You know, I paid about 800 for my yep. Pixel 6 Pro a year two years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's right in line with a top-tier phone. But here's my side discussion is, are contracts worth it? Do you want to be locked in to a cell phone account? And plus now you have a monthly payment with bill credits. So you're still paying for it, but you're getting a credit. What's your thoughts on that? So first of all, we talked about this and we were talking about how expensive the Fold was. I know you've been jonesing for it for a while now. Oh, yeah. Where I will give the carriers credit is that this makes it attainable. I'm sorry. 1884 a phone is just it's, I yeah, don't agree I with it. it and I'm a yeah. huge like tech guy and I love the latest thing but I, I comparatively what I could buy in technology yes. for that amount of money the type of television you could get I mean, you could get like a you could get up there like with a, oh yeah a, beyond 8k in some situations you know they're because yeah. televisions are cheap now but even like a laptop or a gaming PC I mean oh, what yeah. you could get for 1880. And what its capabilities and what it can do are just far beyond this. So I just, I don't think it's right. However, I will give the um, carriers trying to make it attainable. That That's really cool. Yeah. Good on them. Uh, as far as installment plans, you know, th- I've used them. I kind of have to just because, you know, I've had 
kids and they have to yep. usually have phones um, and with the family plans and that sort of thing, it, it makes it attainable where I'm comfortable with the installment plans is that, and I think it'll be the same for this. They're typically 0% uh, financing where I would not agree with it is if they did something like, you know, charged you any percentage of interest, the devices yeah. are already uh, so much money. And the advantage to the carriers is they get a guaranteed additional income. And, you know, the carriers are not dropping that amount of money on these phones. They're getting it for a minimum of half. Oh, um, they have yeah. to be. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, it gives them a guaranteed income. Uh, the percentage is low and um, it makes it attainable. So I'm, I'm all for it. I'm glad specifically that uh, AT&T did this. Uh, because this phone particularly is just stupid. And, you know, Apple's going to see this and be like, oh, well, we can charge that now, too. And, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. Absolutely. So that's that's my take on it. I, I, I'm OK with it. I get it. Uh, I think it makes it attainable um, as long as they keep a zero percent financing. Uh, I, I think it's good. Now, I'm not sure I'm getting close to the end of payment on my phone. And usually I'm like <clears throat> ready to upgrade right away. So I'm always in an installment. But mm-hmm. right now, none of the phones, now watch Apple come out with something like in the fall or something. But right now, none of the oh, phones yeah. are that big of a jump for me. So I'm just kind of sitting and waiting. Um, but I think when I get out of my installment plan, then obviously that money's not being deducted anymore. And no. so, you know, that, that'll that be nice, right? Uh, an extra yep. 20 or 30 bucks. So th- that's my two cents on it. Yeah. Um, I've used Best Buy, not kind of repping them or giving them a shout out but uh best buy i put it on zero percent interest paid off 12 months that's kind of what i do plus you get some best buy credit points uh buy some more stuff they always get you both ways but um locking into a contract my thoughts are at&t seems to be one of the best uh signal wise if you go up yeah if you go up north where we are we're in the central united states you go up north uh, family up there, uh, us cellular rules up there mm-hmm. and yeah. you get it's spotty with AT&T up there, but you go South to other areas. Yeah. You know, it's kind of the same way. Verizon's really yeah. strong in, I personally think Verizon's a little stronger South mm-hmm. of where we live. It's different for your region, uh, but yeah. don't, don't be joked by it though, because they're all using each other's cell towers too. So it's slowly oh, getting, yeah. they, they kind of have to band together, especially with 5g because not one carrier can really have, um, the market so it just gets so expensive for 5g the equipment they need so they're starting to share a little better the air you know tower space and that sort of thing so uh yeah that's kind of my two thoughts on contracts and then that phone being lowered well Uh, are you going to get this phone now though once you see this when you upgrade well you've been saying uh the next google pixel not the fold right what is that one uh it should be the pixel 8 and they usually release it uh in october and you were saying that you were when you saw this price, you may when it's time um, yeah. for you, not right away, but when it's time for you, you may go to that one. Does this change your mind at all? Because you were interested in the. Fold. It might. So I don't know if it'll lower with the release of the Pixel Eight, but if it lowers, that's even more reason to go to it. So yeah, that's it, kind of what I'm waiting on now. With it being a new form factor, I, I see them keeping it at that for a while. But um, yeah. yeah, we'll see. It's an interesting. We we, we talked about that happening. So all right. All right, I've been hogging the space here. I'll no. let you go. I have been jumping in there just the same. Uh, it's a tag team, right? See that whole yeah. pro wrestling theme there coming back. All right. <laughs> so our last one on the list here uh, is Bethesda, who we talked at, at length. They had a showcase with Microsoft. They're owned by Microsoft. 
uh, is partnering with Lucasfilms to make a new Indiana Jones game. Uh, it will be exclusive to Xbox, of course, because, well, they're a Microsoft company. Um, it'll be Xbox and PC. Uh, not much is known about it. Now, why this is a big deal is because um, really there haven't been a lot of Indiana Jones games in recent history. There are some duds in the lineup, some that like tried to yeah. be like a game called Tomb Raider and they just didn't do very well. But then there are some amazing ones from back in the 90s that were pixel, um, you know, point and click adventure games. My brother and I recently talked about these, some called Fate of Atlantis um, and uh, even The Last Crusade, the movie. They adapted mm -hmm. into it and it was just an amazing game. So there are some really good ones in its line. So it's kind of neat that they're doing this probably because they're hoping that there will be new interest in uh, the Indiana Jones movie is coming out um, very, very soon. I think at the very end of July, sorry, at the very end of June, uh, just in time for the 4th of July holiday, which I know we'll talk about on the podcast if we get a chance. So they're probably trying to capitalize on that. I'm sure the game's been in development, you know, early on. So it's probably further along than what they're letting on. But, um, you know, it's uh, it's going to be it's going to be pretty cool. I'm looking forward to it because I, yeah. I, I love Indiana Jones. It's a, you know, a lot of younger people may not just because they don't have the the nostalgia bit that we do um, tied to those films. Uh, but it's a really cool, um, you know, character, really cool story. And uh, I'm glad they're doing it. So do you ever play any any of those Indiana Jones games? Yeah, the I mean, I'm maybe showing my age, but the one I've played is the Lego edition. One. Oh, they, so they were cool. good. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All those. Lego it seemed ones that Yes, that's just what I was going to say. Lego's editions of Star Wars and all oh, the so Marvels, good. and they did so good. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, those are great. And they're fun to play with people, like co-op. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, those are great games. So, uh, Shout out to the new movie. It looks like it comes out uh, next week. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny for everybody out there. So we'll definitely try to have a review and no spoilers. We'll kind of just say good, bad. We're not going to ruin it for you guys. Yeah, we'll do our best. Or if we do get into something, we'll give a spoiler warning. Um, so, yeah, I'm hoping we'll be able to see that over the 4th of July holiday. We're doing some traveling, so I probably won't be able to get to see it on its release, unfortunately. Uh, but I'm definitely going to pick it up because it does. Yep. It looks really, really good. All right, to man. To wrap this up, wrap uh, it up. real quick, <laughs> um, Bethesda's making this. Uh, my thoughts are maybe open world. Uh, you can span all the movies and get to play the actual scenes from the movies. But kind of an open world uh, Indiana Jones uh, game would be really interesting. Yeah, we'll see what they do. Um, they, there's not there's not much uh, out there on it, but we'll we'll see. But yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It'll be good. All right, righty. On to our main topic today, huh? That's right. Main topic. Keeping on the video games. Sorry for those that don't play video games. <laughs> we try to diversify oh, our topics it. list. I know, <laughs> but there is an event yearly that's called the Steam Summer Sale. And um, it is essentially where all of the computer games within the Steam platform. Now, Steam, you buy games from this platform for your PC. Um, they uh, dramatically get discounted. And it's been going on for years and where people honestly wait all year, oftentimes, like myself, to buy games for their PC. Uh, because you're talking 70% off, sometimes 80% off on titles. There will be a title that will typically all year... Um, be marked at, you know, $45. And then yeah. during this window, it'll drop to $11. Um, and so 
I'm I'm looking forward to it right now. They always leak the dates conveniently because it's become so popular. Uh, think of this as like an Amazon Prime Day. Kind of think of it that way, but it lasts much longer and the discounts are way deeper. Uh, but it's from June 29th to July 13th. Uh, the sale is a one to two week seasonal event that Valve, the company that owns Steam, offers throughout the year. The summer uh, sale tends to offer some of the best savings, often including discounts on recent major titles, so even new releases. And so I always look forward to this. I even ask, you know, for Christmas and birthdays. Oftentimes there's things that I don't know what I want. I'll say, just give me a Steam card, sock yep. away in my account. And I save up for this event. And then what I do throughout the year, I'll go out on Steam as things release, or I'll see like really cool stuff, you know, like, like game announcements on Twitter, and I'll just add it to my wish list. And then what's awesome is when the Steam sale starts, I can just click on my wish list inside of Steam, and it shows me all the ones that I wish throughout the year. Um, and it basically tells me which ones are on sale. And that's usually when I buy most of my games. And I have an extra incentive this year because um, honestly, I don't game on my PC much. Because between work and podcasting, I'm here. I don't I don't mm. feel like sitting here playing a game. However, you know, with this little bad boy, I'm holding up my Steam Deck. Oh, yeah. um, I'm able to take games on the go and not feel like I'm chained to my PC. And um, and I have two options on that. If I if I want the absolute best graphics, I can stream from my computer to the Steam Deck um, or if I just want to take it with me on the go and not be in my house, I, and if it can handle the graphics of it's Steam compatible or Steam Deck compatible, now I'm buying for that as well. So I have a I have a list. I'm always running a list on that, and I'm looking forward to it. So it's not just buying for my PC anymore. Now it's for these. And with the competitors out there we talked about, like um, the Azure, uh, the Asus, uh, ROG, uh, all of those, I just I think it's going to be even more popular because people are now buying for PC handhelds. Somebody like you, Doug, who has a laptop, you can go on the go. So, I mean you're able to do that as well. So anyway, do you take part in the steam summer sale, Doug ever? Are, are you as rabid about it as I am? Absolutely. I mean, it gets me with the old titles. Um, everything you said, I agree with. Um, it's a really good deal out there. Sometimes, uh, going through my library of games I own now, like age of empires, you know, the old army men ones, uh, I keep going down. Is that, Company is, that your wish, is that your wish list? That's what I currently have. So oh. these are games that I've bought for less than five dollars. Some of them a oh. dollar. Some yeah. of them ninety nine cents. It's, it's like, so cool. It's <laughs> too hard not to pass up. Yeah. Uh, Ducktales remastered. I remember playing that yeah. on the DOS way back yeah. when. Yeah. And it so. came out on the Nintendo as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I game. have good memories of that. Um, going on a tangent of playing on a Tandy that my grandmother got from a Radio Shack. Dude, way back. <laughs> our our first computer was given to us by my grandfather because he upgraded. Also bought from Radio Shack. It was a Tandy One Thousand, and um, we might have had the same computer. I don't know what model we had. Yeah, our, mine was probably a little older because I, I yeah. I'm a, I'm a little older than you. Uh, but mine would have been in the '80s. It, the processor was an 8088, uh, and this bad boy was. Uh, it, it was even, I think it was a hand-me-down even for us, but, uh, and this is in the days where processors were like, they had 86 after them. There was a 286, 386, 486. Um, we did not get a 386 until much later because computers were expensive. I saw an ad, like they were talking about how computers were like, you know, $5,000 for oh, a 486. Yeah. Now keep in mind that was top of the line back then. So, you know, but no, it's, it's, it's so cool when they remaster old games like that. And I love it when they put them on Steam, especially because Absolutely. I'm with you. In fact, I have on my list, uh, there was a game, a DOS game I love called Masters of Orion. 
and it was uh, an early game as well. And they remastered it. They have it out there. And it's been all year because um, they remastered it. All year has been twenty four ninety nine. And I know that bad boy is going to get down to like five to ten bucks. <laughs> so I'm really excited about it. You keep going down your list, man. What else you got? I, I, oh, yeah. real quick. Age of Empire. Is that what you said? Age of Empires? Yep. So uh, I've got Age of Empires 2 and 3. These are kind of the standalone ones. Now, I have the remastered on my Microsoft account. Okay. Gotcha. Like my Xbox account. Yep. Gotcha. And That's they play game. amazing. Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a really good game. I mean, I, dang it. I wish we weren't having this. Kind of, I need to go add that. <laughs> See, I was hoping that you'd say some stuff. I'll add it to my list. Uh <laughs> It's you know, going, going down, I've got the original uh, Fallouts, Fallout Tactics, Fallout 2. Oh, also good. Uh, very good. Um, Mafia 1, 2, and 3. I mean, I, I say all these games because the sale, you know, I've got them so cheap. Like, yeah. pennies on the dollar for what they came out for. I know. and But the problem... <laughs> I always, my wife and I always talk about this, my backlog, my library of Steam. I always say like, oh, when, when I retire, that's going to be like my, my purpose and my goal yep. is just to get through my Steam backlog because it just grows and grows. And these are amazing games that were huge on launch, uh, but I just never got around to them, especially the older you get and you just get busy and there's only so much time you have, but the downside is so cheap, but the downside is that it does it, 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 it makes your backlog so huge. It's hard to get to all of them. Yep, to uh, I agree. There's some games I haven't even touched yet, but it's like you know I'm gonna play that one day. Yeah. Uh, to finish out my list at the bottom, you know I've got the Total Wars, uh, uh, Total War Shogun, the first and second one, the Empire Napoleon, just great games. Yep. Yeah, and I, I found I have really weird, obscure ones on that are like indie games, oftentimes on my list. Because for the longest time before I got the the handheld Steam Deck, I was just really in this mode of, you know, I want to find obscure and support developers that are trying to develop these things on their own. Uh, yeah. So like you said, uh, I do, I, I'm going to go through my list here, just a few of them. Yeah. Um, I'm know, ready to add them to my wish list here. Okay, so <laughs> if you ever haven't played Planet Zoo, uh, hmm. it's made by the same people that made Elite Dangerous, but it's basically you build a zoo and it's so it's chill relaxed, but it's fun uh it's already discounted right now for 11 20 11 dollars and 24 cents it's normally 45 dollars um yeah. and so uh, the graphics look yeah, amazing excuse me, 15 dollars there's a second one too there's a part two that's why sorry it's normally 15 dollars. i'm thinking of the new one the part two um i also have on there uh weird west the definitive edition which is more of an indie game right now it's 40 bucks i know it's going to be reduce another one is called song of iron it is a viking game side scrolling uh looked very very cool a remake of a dos game called homeworld it's called homeworld remastered collection uh and I, i'm interested in that one and it is already some of these go on sale early this one it's typically 35 dollars right now it is three dollars and 50 cents i mean come on even if the games are terrible you know yeah. <laughs> you can't go wrong masters of orion i mentioned that um I have someone here that haven't released yet that, you know, uh, I've been waiting on for a while, so they won't go on sale until they get released. Uh, Breath Edge. Uh, that's about a guy that's like an astronaut, and it's a first-person uh, thing where you have to break stuff down, but he has a pet chicken in space. Uh, hey, pet so chicken. Ridiculous. I like that. I know. Uh, I've never played the Plague Tale, 
uh, series are supposed to be really, really good set in during um, the bubonic plague era. Hmm. Uh, and you're oh. trying to survive you through it. Um, that one right now is currently 40 bucks and there's a, multiples in that. There's not just one, uh, one called Sable S A B L E. It's kind of a cartoony uh, indie game, uh, total war three kingdoms. Now that is an awesome game. And the fact that the total war series, um, it's essentially, you can build all these units, like you can have tons of them on your, uh, screen and you just let them go and they're like trying to barricade take down castle walls and they have in different eras they have japanese era they have medieval times and sometimes they're remastering those and so i've i have that on my list uh, this one is the latest one and it looks so so good uh, and it'll tax your pc because it can yeah. it gets so many units on the screen all yeah, at once the more units you get and i believe uh, correct me if i'm wrong they partnered with warhammer they warhammer did. is a separate franchise franchise yeah. but they partnered with them as well they did, and there's so many of them in the series, but they're very, very good, and I've always yeah. wanted to get into them. Um, let's see here. Uh, this is a funny. This is a, a pixel indie game uh, called Death Trash. <laughs> I'm wanting to get that. Oh, this next one. Oh, I cannot wait to buy this one. Proteus. This just came out this year, and it is a throwback to Doom, um, and it looks so good. It's got like very pixelated graphics, but uh, it's but modern where you can look up and down. Uh, but Proteus, and I'll try to put up some footage of it. It's super gory. It's just a throwback to Doom, but it would be like if Doom was made today and it looks so good right now. It's 25 bucks, which still ain't bad, but I know that bad boy is going to going to go down really low. Yeah. Uh, another game I have, you see, Doug, I shop all year, so that's why my list is so long. I'm sorry. See, I've been adding <laughs> stuff. This is not good for me. <laughs> another one is called it's an indie game. It's called Unpacking. And it's got massive reviews. It's so simple. You basically have like uh, a house that is very cartoony sim, like old school Sims one oh. style isometric. But basically your job is you have to un you have to pack everything in the house and get it loaded onto your U-Haul in a certain set of time. It's supposed to be a chill game and it's supposed to be a, yeah. a blast to play. And you got to be careful the way you stack the boxes. And, you know, <laughs> it's such a silly game. Uh, another one I have on here is King Arthur Knight's Tale. Uh, that one looks very uh boldar's gate maybe top down like mm, i'm trying to think of what to compare it to i don't know it looks like an rpg like an action rpg it just caught my yeah. eye don't know why awesome. another one i have uh wing or wig mund w-i-g-m-u-n-d uh it is also a top down looks like a, an rpg it's very colorful um you know i i mentioned i have the the plague tale requiem which is part two to the one i mentioned i do have microsoft flight simulator on there but now that there's a new one coming out maybe i'll wait yeah i will tell you microsoft flight simulator probably because it's made by microsoft uh it's at 60 bucks solid it it may go down to like 48 dollars it never drops much uh in because that's no. been out for quite a while it's pretty popular yeah it is i've got another one called slip ways s-l-i-p-w-a y s it's a space game where you have to connect these gates and do trade routes uh looks awesome i'm almost to the bottom of my list i promise doug and then oh, i have no, another one good. called i'm adding stuff yeah. another one called Dorfromantic. Dorfromantic. and it's almost like looks like the netherlands style but it's like hexagons it looks like settlers of Canaan, and you essentially have to build out these tiles out with the right resources like settlers of Catan, but you're building the map mm -hmm. outward. And oh, I so love that game too, by the way. So yeah, this one, this one looks really good. Uh, another old school. Uh, this one is very 
DOS-like as well, but it's a remake made today. It it almost feels like the original Elder Scrolls, like Daggerfall, but it's called Dread Delusion. And um, it has this old, like, we're talking maybe the Unreal Engine 1 style to it, but it looked really, really good. It's an RPG. And I have two left. Uh, I have another one called, well, the other one I'm not going to mention because, well, it hasn't come out yet. Uh, Terra Nil. And the idea is that the the earth is all like jacked up and you have to terraform and put in like windmills and all kinds of stuff to, to reestablish the landscape. And it, it's gotten pretty good reviews. So the other one on my list, like I have some that I have that aren't out yet. Like one's called Wizardum. Uh, that was the one I was going to mention. It's also very pixel like doom, you know, style, but in an RPG open world, but it's not out yet. So most of the, so I try to skip the ones that aren't out yet, but those are the major ones on my list. Believe it or not, there are others at the top that I did not mention, but, I've been droning on for a while now. As you can see, I'm excited. I always have a long list. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I like it. I'll uh, go through my list. I've added a bunch now that you said that, but uh, I didn't have too many on there. Um, I shop throughout the uh, year, you know, though, man. I, I Yeah. Like all year long, when I go out to, you know, the featured section, I'm always adding things. Or if I see um, an actual you know, like something on Twitter, like I follow a lot of developers and I like it. I'll click it and I'll go to it. Um, There's one cool one that I just actually saw. I shouldn't have gone out here. Uh, It's called battle bit remastered. I saw that too the other day. It looks really cool. It's like chill graphics. It's not like super hyper realistic, but it looks like battlefield. Um, I think they said uh, 256 real players. And they look like, they look like Lego figs. That's what the characters kind of look like. But I've seen the reviews. Uh, people are loving it. Oh, yeah, I think I'm, I'm gonna. I'm right now live. I'm adding it to the wish yeah. list. It's just yep. been added. See, it's that easy. One click. <laughs> and that's what I was just gonna say. That's on the top of my list. So I'm glad you said that. <laughs> Did you add that? Well, we're gonna be able to play together. That's good. Oh, awesome. Yeah, there's yeah, such going good stuff up out there. Yeah, going up and down my list. I kind of got some uh, a uh, type A or whatever I'm saying. Uh, Top tier games. Triple yeah. A. Mm-hmm. Triple A, there we go. I use the right terminology here. But I, I got uh, Oregon Trail. You know, they released it back in November last year. It looks really exciting. Jackbox Party Games. Now, have you played any of those? Oh, love them. As a family, we play them. I have mm. most of them on my Switch um, because it's pretty portable and easy to throw up on a TV. But, uh, oh, great, great family games. Yeah. So for people who don't know Jackbox Party Games, they're up to Pack 8 now, I believe. Uh, maybe Pack 9, but... Uh, it uh, displays on your TV or your computer, and then everybody in your house can get on the Wi-Fi with their cell phones, and it's a interactive game. It's really, really fun. Definitely. Um, going down the list, uh, you know, I think you have this and told me about it, Stray. Oh, it's so where good. Where you play as a cat. Yep, I have that for PlayStation 5. It's a part of my subscription for PlayStation 5, and uh, it is so good. I actually played it and beat it. Highly recommend it. Great story, beautiful graphics. It's such a great game. Oh, definitely get it. Oh, so good. Now, I've got a goofy one on here called My Friend Pedro. Have you heard about this one? I have it on my Switch, and it is so good, too. (laughs) So good. So Um, it's kind of bullet time for those who remember the uh, Max Payne days of the PlayStation and Xbox, I believe. Yep. But uh, the, the picture is a, a banana, uh, blood, bullets, bananas. Uh, yeah. It's pretty interesting. It's a, it's a great it's a great game. And there's another one that kind of got me into that called uh, We're, We're No Heroes. And it's a pixel, but it's very also yeah. the same way. Um, 
I got to ask you because I know you're in it. This is one of your all time favorite games. Uh, I'm out here looking at it right now. It's 40 bucks uh, and I'm pretty sure they're going to have a bundle with all the add ons. Are you going to go for Fallout 76? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I so I actually it. have it on my uh, Xbox Game Pass. Oh, okay. And uh, I've been enjoying it, but it, I don't think it's the same it's as not. Fallout 4. No. It, oh, no, no. It's it doesn't not. have the same feel. The graphics are amazing because, you know, it's got a lot of the stem packs and searching for everything, but there's just something there with the multiplayer aspect that it's not the same. I like. I'm in the nuclear world by myself. Gotcha. By I myself, think it's the script, know. the scripted events that they do on the single player games that make it so good. With this, I don't think it's as scripted. You have missions, but you're, I don't know. Early on, the game got a bad rap because you would walk outside and somebody would just, you know, kill you immediately. You know? Oh yeah. And so yeah. Um, but <laughs> it's gotten better from what I hear. I haven't played it myself, but I think this is a game that is best played with a group of friends, so you can build a base and do that kind of stuff. So this is good if you if you have people with you uh, from my, yeah. what i understand but i just know you're a huge fallout fan so i was just kind of oh i am about uh i've only got about 10 15 minutes into 76 i need to give it a little more time so yeah there's another one on my list that it's called uh dredge d-r-e-d-g-e and it looks interesting you you are a fisherman in a boat looks very cartoony but the twist is um you go out and not only you're fishing and trying to bring stuff back to the village, uh, but there are like monsters in the sea too. You have to be careful. Like we're talking massive squids and, and things like that. It says a single player fishing adventure with a sinister undercurrent sell and catch and upgrade your boat and dredge the deeps of the ocean for long buried secrets. And it's gotten really, really overwhelmingly positive reviews on steam. And so that's what I'm definitely adding to my list. Oh, as well. it, it looks great. Yeah. Well, that about wraps up my list. You know, um, some of the big titles, Starfield's on there. I'm just uh, waiting to uh, get it with a paycheck or something. Uh, Last of Us Part 1, you know, it had some bugs we talked about. I'm yeah. just kind of waiting for those bugs to get out and then definitely going to get that. Yeah, the PC I've never played bugs. The Last of Us, and I'm very <sighs> so excited good. to get into that. Yeah, that's a that's a must once they get the bugs. So that wraps out. up my list. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good list. You did a good job, man. I mean... My problem is I'm probably... I've added a lot. I appreciate you telling me yours. So I've got a lot of years on uh, here now. So Well, I'll tell you what. There's still... It's going to be dangerous. Well, now I'm already like out here. You got... See, you got me addicted. I'm already (laughs) flipping through here thinking, oh, I need to add this. And And the problem is, of course, what I... I build up throughout the uh, the year. I never really yeah. ever have enough to cover. So, you know, but things are cheaper. So a uh, 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 shout out to Everspace too. I want to get that one as well. That's on, that's on yeah. my list. I kind of skipped. So I could just click out here forever, you know, but it's funny. I keep uh, buying these games, but I just don't have time to play them. So it's like, uh, you know, we talk about people do game collecting like Brian and, and you know, uh, Kevin, you know, but they do physical copies. Me, I collect the digital ones because they don't take up space. Yeah. No, not at all. So <laughs> yeah, not if you're much. listening to, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Listening to us, watching us, uh, tell us what you've got on your Steam yep. list. Uh, tell us what you're excited for. We definitely want to hear it. Yeah, definitely. And it's, uh, it's a good topic. It's coming down the way. Like I said, it's going to be June 29th through uh, to July 13th. I'm sorry, I had to mm-hmm. reference the dates here, uh, which is right over usually the 4th of July holiday weekend. And so it's fun. If you want to pick up some games really, really cheap or someone in your life that you know likes to do games, this is the time to buy them, especially have the PC. Uh, with portable handheld games, like I said, I have a new new reason to buy. Like that unpacking game, for example. I like chill games 
that you know I can just do on the go. So I'm now buying not just for my PC, but also for uh, this device as, as well for when I travel. Uh, so yeah, man, it's it's really awesome. So I think that wraps us to the end of our episode. Very, very game yeah. heavy. We apologize for that, for those of you that are non-gamers, but we appreciate you listening nonetheless. So Doug, do you want to bring, bring us on home? Let's do the reminders of where we are, merch, all that fun stuff, my friend. Oh yeah, 21 episodes. Uh, we're having really good conversations. We're getting some feedback uh, through our audio only and our video uh, um, aspects. Yeah, uh, I love really it. appreciate that. That helps us uh, be uh, better for you guys, maybe a little more entertaining. Uh, definitely check out our merch. You know, we got uh, a, a couple bills to pay. Uh, keep us going, uh, pushing out to all these uh, formats. Uh, awesome shirts, like Keith said. That quality is amazing. I've been eyeing this uh, baseball tee. I'm getting ready to pull the trigger on that so help us out oh yeah i go out there too every so often it's cool it's a neat logo it's fun we got some cool stuff so definitely go out there and check out the merch store it's it's fun it's it's really neat and so uh and i I don't you know honestly our partnership that we have with how we set it up the pricing isn't too bad on them either i don't think no uh so i don't think so at all But yes it definitely helps uh, us keep this thing going if you're enjoying the content content um this is our way of being able to do this um effectively um outside of having sponsors we don't have sponsorships and the beauty of that is we yeah. can talk freely you know maybe someday we can have sponsorships to yeah. kind of help. in the meantime it's the merch so well yeah but oh, we yeah. appreciate it so everybody have an awesome awesome time yeah. uh this coming week and uh we will be talking very very soon when it comes to the next broadcast doug and i have to work it out just because you know we have a holiday coming we have a july 4th depending on when you're listening to this uh, and we will work around it and make sure that uh, we get something out there and uh we may even do some flash light episodes i know doug you and i were talking about warp yeah. episodes we will call them where they will just be quick bites uh mainly because you know we have vacations and work schedules that keep flipping so we may have to do that uh, for moments where we can't do a, a full recording uh, so we will let you know inside the show notes and let you know whether or not it's one of the warp episodes or not uh, but those may be coming down the way as well as we head into july so we want to thank everybody for listening doug say your goodbyes <laughs> all right hey goodbye uh, appreciate you all listening uh, thanks for the support all right everybody take care